0: If you're the kind of dad who goes to a casino and tells his wife, don't worry, honey, I've got a system we can't lose, and then you're at the ATM four times that night, then this is the podcast for you. to the dad with coach randy and adam d we are the podcast celebrating suburban dad life and the life of dads anywhere where they might be living hello and welcome listeners to season number six episode number nine we're calling this episode all in on dad why because we've got the executive vice president and general manager of harris uh, which is one of the casino properties as part of the caesar family his name is greg klein he's an old friend of mine He has got some really wonderful information about how the casino industry has been resurrecting itself, and also what you can do if you're interested in going to a casino, having a good time. So that's coming up a little later on. That's going to be with Greg Klein here on Bad to the Dad. My name is Adam D. Now it is my great pleasure to introduce to you my very, very good friend and podcasting partner. You're going to want to draft him on your fantasy team, if you have a fantasy podcast team, and that is coach
1: randy hi coach hello adam d so happy to be here another another week in the bag another week in the which bag in the uh describe this bag the podcast bag oh phew yes <laughs> all right dodged another bullet yes. as usual so yes it's it's the highlight of my week it's same it's the beginning of the next and the end of the previous and there's no better way than spending my sunday here in the den with my dear friend and the true talent of the show adam d you you keep saying that yet again i always say we i, I can't do this alone coach you,
0: you could you, actually, you could. No, like, we could call it Bad to the Dead with Coach Randy and Adam D and just have Adam D. <laughs> yes. I, I think we even tried that. Like, yes. remember the first couple seasons yes. I would do these interviews yes. when I was on the road? Correct.
1: And there was no Coach Randy yeah. shtick. No, there is there is some shtick there, I have to admit, yeah. But uh, it, it is great. And I think we're at episode what number? This is number nine of episode six, but it's yeah. number 92 okay, yeah. overall. So That's you know right. what that means. That means that we're kicking some some serious podcasts, but.
0: Yeah, well, and then probably next
1: season we'll get to 100, and we'll yeah. do
0: something really special because yeah. we'll get to a milestone like that. You, gotta you can't just special. let number 100 go no, by. No,
1: you got you got to get out there and go big or go home, right? And that's well, going to happen. When we are home. Well, that's We're right. you're home. <laughs> so I guess. But either, so we'll just go big. We'll, we'll just go big. and uh, But that's going to happen next season because yeah. for our listeners out there, we have something really special coming up within this next week. Ah oh, it's right. yes, yes. a big week for you, isn't it,
0: Adam D? It's a huge week, so there will be no episode downloaded next week or the week after because of Thanksgiving. But next week, it's going to be my son Aiden's bar mitzvah, so um, that's not just like a one day thing. That's like a, a whole weekend thing where you know you're picking people up from the airport and you're going to Costco and you're making arrangements with restaurants and you're you know doing your last minute rehearsals with the rabbi and the cantor yeah. at the synagogue you know for those of you who are uh not of the Jewish faith this is this is, <laughs> is kind of what happens it's uh sort of like a communion on steroids yeah. we'll, we'll put it we'll put it in those terms so know, so, confirmation on steroids maybe that's that's the better way to, to say it i correct. don't
1: know correct well and if our listeners didn't know by now we are both Jewish yeah so this well, is example. Well, we don't make example. it a secret we we're very secret. proud of that yeah.
0: especially this day and age where anti-semitism is on the rise and anti-israelist sentiment is on the rise but uh but we own it and we're comfortable with that and um you know th- these are i think one of the th- these are the things that make this this faith so special is that you yeah. have these milestone events like a bar mitzvah, Mm -hmm. uh, to really encourage your kids, because this is a show about dads, Mm -hmm. to be more responsible participants in the world. Yep. So a bar mitzvah, look, you're 13 years old. You're still a kid. And
1: he is a man.
0: Well, the hair on his legs would tell me that he is, and the fact that I'm shaving his uh, mini mustache once a week would tell me that it is, but we're talking about actions. We're talking about you're at an age right now where you're aware and you're responsible for... Making the world a better place. We
1: are the world. We are the children. Is that your? Is that the buckwheat impression? Yes, that the Eddie Power Murphy Week? buckwheat, buckwheat. commercial. Yes, that was yeah, that was classic stuff.
0: <laughs> but Coach, you know who goes big and does mitzvahs
1: all the time and often uh, jumps in and helps support our cause of bad of the dead. This is the person you're talking about? This, I think, we're talking about the same person who we talk about
0: every weekend, who we've been talking about. For 92 episodes.
1: So, not only is it just us on this episode for this ride, it's also Becky Berman of BermanBranding.com. BermanBranding.com for all of your marketing, graphic design, and website design needs. Also, your marketing
0: plan needs. Go to her website, BermanBranding.com. You'll see what we mean. Go to her social media site. She has all of these, these very instructive memes about how to increase your business presence, how to get more customers. If you want to find her on social media, it's at Berman Branding. Website, BermanBranding.com. Becky's done great things for us. Imagine what she could do for you and your business.
1: That is absolutely excellent. And uh, Becky, of course, uh, thank you so much. And we had another stellar week in downloads. Yeah, over the 1,000 mark once again. Once again, a 1,000 yeah. downloads in a week. Wow. And, maybe, and not just in France, Belgium, and Luxembourg. No, I think East Texas as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
0: I don't know. Do we, what? Why? Why? I mean, maybe, look, we love you that you're listening in East Texas. We maybe have, even in
1: West LA. I mean, it's really hard to say. Where I would love to have an East Texan here because I would like to get that perspective. You know <laughs> but I mean? we have uh, we have grown substantially. We uh, we're not like one of the big national ones, uh, but we talk about dads and dad issues, and I think it's. Uh, I know we have our listeners now. We've, we've ran into some of our listeners who so are very grateful and thankful that we put out a podcast. Uh, but this past week, how was your how was your week this past week for you? My,
0: my week was was very it was interesting from a dad perspective, and I'll tell you why. Um, both my daughter and my son now have talking about responsibilities, new things that they have to worry about. So mm-hmm. let me tell you what that means. My son got Invisalign. Oh, didn't want braces. Which I think would be
1: the week before his bar mitzvah.
0: Well, a couple of weeks before. Okay, but, All you know, right. I think actually I think we're in week week seven now, but I haven't talked about it in the previous. Oh, weeks. it's nice though. We can take it out for pictures. Yeah. Well, yeah. he, as a uh, dentist or as a uh, orthodontist, said he does not have to wear mm-hmm. the Invisalign. During the bar mitzvah because it sounds like you have a lateral <laughs> yeah. list and it's 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 hard enough to be singing in a in a second language.
1: Oh, and, and as a young male going through puberty, puberty voice so, chasing, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: I, I said you know we should probably have a drinking game every time Aiden's voice cracks, you take a
1: well, shot. Well, what is the so. over under on that? How many have you set that down? Uh,
0: you know he's he's getting better. He's yeah. managing it. Yeah. You know it's like a superpower. You we you know it's coming, so you you try to pause and control it. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know I'd say three to five. Three to five. all right. Three to five. Well, this is a this is a, a, a gambling well that's show, right? Because C- of our guests. Greg so you see Martin. what I did there? Uh, you kept it on theme. Yes. Coach. You kept it on theme. But the puberty aside, the voice cracking, so we've got the Invisalign, right? And, you know, this, this is a guy who leaves socks all over the house. Now he's essentially leaving <laughs> his, the, his teeth yeah. all over. And, you know, when it's not going in the case, it's like sitting on a napkin. So you have to be very careful not to sweep the the napkin into the garbage Mm -hmm. and we already had an incident like that last night at the (laughs) diner uh he took it out he put it in a napkin it was wrapped up in a napkin he didn't have line of sight to it the good thing about Invisalign is it's not one piece Mm -hmm. it's um you put a new one in Mm -hmm. every week okay so he just had to put the old one in and he's got to deal with it this week you know unless the orthodontist can get us a replacement and then we go to the next He doesn't week. have one of those little containers that you can put in the containers. Oh, he does. he does. He does. He does. 13-year-old boy, container. The dots
1: aren't always connecting. Well, I guess that's the blessing of having 13-year-old daughters and 15-year-old daughters. Is they are. Go...
0: So let's talk about <coughs> my 16-year-old daughter now. <laughs> All right. Let's
1: talk All about right. her. So our, her new
0: thing to deal with yeah. is contact lenses. All right. All yes. Right. We, so we've she's... done
1: that for a while. Michaela's had contact. Oh, she has. Okay. Yes. So
0: I think Perry and Michaela really need to talk about yeah. not only contact lens maintenance, but the putting them in. It's perfectly fine. That's yeah. easy. Mm-hmm. It's getting them out. Yeah. So like we had a whole thing on uh, what is this Sunday? So like the last couple of nights, mm-hmm. this whole thing about taking them out. I-, I think it's the whole fear of like touching your eye, your winding eye. Yeah. yourself. Yeah. yeah. No. But I- it's, it's I've been wearing them since I was fourteen.
1: Yeah. Well, so when they they their age, they have to, you have to stretch sometimes. Younger is you better.
0: But I think it's always funny, like, when you've been doing something for so long, like, I I was talking about driving lessons (laughs) with my daughter, and it's like, how can you not understand to keep the the car in the middle of the lane? Mm -hmm. Easy for me, because I've been driving for, you know... Quite some time.
1: Because your tendency as a human being is to put your body in the center. Yes. Because that's your tendency. So I'm just right. going to, I'm just shouting out for your 16 year old daughter.
0: Yeah. And then the contact lens is the same thing. Yeah. Why can't you just lift your eyelid and, and go in there and squeeze yeah. and pull the thing out? So these are the kinds of conversations we're, we're having, but I have to back up and, and understand perspective. Mm-hmm. I've been doing this for a while. I had the same struggles when I first got contact lenses. Uh, and she's just so, you know, gets so frustrated mm-hmm. with being able to take that lens out. Well, I would think it's kind of gross.
1: It I, is. I'm have touching no desire, your eye. Yeah, I have no desire to get contact And lenses. eyes are filthy. Yes. They're, they're magnets for bacteria and oh. lint. And, and your fingers and everything else. Oh, you oh. Wash
0: your hands. It's it's yeah. like OCD. Yeah. So I, I think some good will come out of this. Uh, the best thing I heard was, you know, I guess she sits, I don't know if she sits in the back of the of the class and you know, the kids are in, in classrooms now or, she's definitely not all the way up front, but she's like, mom, dad, I can see the board clearly. <laughs> yeah. Which makes
1: me also wonder why weren't you wearing right. glasses? Yes. yes. But these are the things that no. parents have to deal with when the kids go through these changes. Yeah. Well, certainly Perry's able to reach out to Michaela. Michaela is a pro. Yeah, Michaela is a champ. She, she's, we get the reusable ones. Yeah. Uh, Bree's not quite sure this poor kid has had glasses since she's like five or six years old. And we don't know because of her eyesight if she's really going to be able to have contact lenses. No. So we haven't had that conversation yet. But as a
0: softball player, I can imagine she would probably not want to wear glasses while she plays. Or does it matter?
1: To her, she's so used to it now, yeah. it, it doesn't matter. Does she have Rex specs? Uh, we tried that when she was younger, and she's absolutely not going to use Rex. specs. So she's wearing regular
0: glasses. glasses. Does she have a little strap in the back to Another keep No strap up? in the back. Oh. She wears it, you know,
1: so I so think she's better. she's like Kurt Rambis. Oh, yeah, yeah. She goes, she goes, uh... and she does great. I mean, unless of course, because she sweats, mm. and they, they get all, all steamy and hard to, to, to see through. Yeah. Um, but it has uh, uh, been an interesting week. In the next. What's been nice, and I'm going to say it again because I said it before. Fall softball is over. So we have a reunification uh, of the Nathan family of having meals and everything else. My wife's birthday was this past week. Yes,
0: happy birthday to Uh,
1: Jessa. Yep. And uh, this coming week, um, uh, right before Thanksgiving, actually during our break, not this week, but the following week, is Brianna's 13th birthday. So yeah, at, well, on a break, it's so hard to keep
0: track these days because you know she had her bat mitzvah at the end of
1: yes, September. September, correct. Her real birthday is coming her, up. Her, her legit birthday, her the liberty. day that she, her my, my wife's wow. birthing day, uh, yes, is on, on the twenty fourth. So of, uh, a lot of things going on in your life. A lot of stuff, family-wise, but that's been the best part is this reconnection with uh, my kids. That uh, and now we actually feel like if you remember we we went to OBX, yeah, yeah. right. We came home. It was the holidays, then the bat mitzvah, and we had softball and getting back in school and work. So now we have a time to like just whew, we're yeah. actually relaxing like on weekends now. It's like, what are we doing? Oh, we're just gonna. I mean, Brianna has all these bot misses to go to, but it's been a it's been a reminder of how great quarantine was <laughs> during COVID. Yeah. Uh. So that's been my pleasure this week is reconnecting with my family, and having a good time with my wife and kids. Exciting when certain seasons starts. Like mm-hmm. for us, it's
0: golf, mm-hmm. and you know, we've got basketball coming up for for Prepared, my daughter. Yeah. Uh, for you it's it's softball almost a year round sport. Mm-hmm. When you get those gaps it's good because oh. you need you need the break. You, you got the you break, need a break, especially as a parent. Yes. Yes. yes especially yes. as a parent that's dealing with crap hole of parents sometimes in, 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 in your situation. But that's we'll get into that in a in another episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, we've been we've been doing this now for 90, 92 episodes, six seasons. Let me uh, let me uh, peel back the curtain a little bit. I think this is important for our listeners to know because they've been so much a part
1: of the production, yeah, and the feedback, and you especially know. the five that've been with us from the very beginning. Especially oh, the five, the five minutes. Yes, yes. No, the five, the five people who've been with us from the beginning. Oh, the five people. Yes, oh, our been, listeners. To the five, five minutes. minutes. The five, the five, the five yeah, uh, I listeners. There's a fletch line coming the, uh, the very end. <laughs> the very end when she actually died. Yes, there you go. Right.
0: So it's now official. But you know, when, when we launched this thing, um, we really. Uh, Well, let's be honest, we didn't really know what the hell we were doing. We had no clue. But we wanted it to sound like a semi-professional production as much as we could, doing this recording in the basement. Correct. And we said, well, why don't we have theme music? Yes. It's, you know, music that is so identifiable with Bad to the Dead that you're humming it in your head. You hear it. You're like, ah, that's the Bad that's to the it. Dead
1: theme. <laughs> that, that's right. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. It's, our, it's our,
0: sort of like metal, but yeah. it's like,
1: you know, metal. It's, that, bad, it's, to dad. it's, bad. it's yeah. bad to the Dead. It's Bad to the Dead, but yeah. it's it's not menacing metal. Yeah. It's it sort of fits. somewhat pleasant, but it fits our, our personality.
0: So we have no idea who composed it. We found it in, in kind of a, a clearinghouse of music. We paid a royalty fee. And we've been very happy with that music, but I think, you know, maybe for season number seven, since we're going to be hitting our 100th anniversary, 100th yeah. episode, maybe we should have um, new
1: music. I, I, I think you're absolutely right. I think it's time to have some new music, and uh, I think you have a great idea here. What was your idea about this new music, this new track Let's want to put it out into the podcast sphere. So listeners, if you're a musician, or you know
0: a musician, I can see Jason Gianni, one of our repeated guests. I would like, expect Jason Gianni. Compose something, compose a tune, right? That we will use as our theme song. You know, we all, all also use this music as buffer music mm-hmm. between segments. So if you're if you're a composer, you've got a band, or you're a solo artist, produce something, send it to us. We'll, we'll reward you in some way. We don't know how we're going to do that, but we'll reward you in in some way. Probably a thousand keychains. We got keychains. <laughs> we'll try to do a little bit better than that. We you will. Know, maybe we'll, we'll we'll pay
1: you some kind of a royalty, or or if you're a parent of kids or. That actually, that do music, that have musical background, especially garage band, we'd be interested in that as well. So not oh, just you as a listener, but yeah, our kids. parents have kids, and kids yeah. are all talented with by the use of technology. So
0: that that's a great. We'll do some sort of bartering. You know, you're a coach, I'm a coach. Maybe we can help you
1: or or your
0: children. I got pairs way. of
1: shoes I haven't worn in a couple of years. I can certainly donate and give yeah, away yeah, some shoes. pairs of other
0: things too that we don't actually want to advertise. But yeah, so so where where there's a will, there's a way. But again, we would love for. The music that is played on this show, right? Every little detail counts to be part of our listenership, mm-hmm. and not just something that was found by an invisible performer and and grabbed off of you know, a random sort of, website, yeah, yeah, some sort of clearinghouse. So um, keep an eye on our social media. We're gonna put the call out there. We would like
1: new music, Adam. That was a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful bit there of of showing what we're gonna do for our listeners and getting our listeners involved. It's an interactive podcast, as we're always saying.
0: Interactive podcast. Coming up on Bad to the Dad, Greg Klein from Caesars and Harris Casinos. You're not going to want to miss it right here on Bad to the Dad. We are bad to the dad with coach Randy and Adam D there's plenty of content for bad to the dad when you're not listening to the podcast and that's on social media at bad to the dad is our handle for most social media platforms. That includes Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or even on LinkedIn on both coach Randy and Adam D's personal pages. So you can gather information about who our guest is and what they're all about on LinkedIn You can also interact with us via good old-fashioned websites. We've got one. It's badtothedad.com. You can get information about your hosts as well as uh, download the podcast. Download all of the podcasts that we've produced. If you can't get onto Spotify or Apple Podcasts, that's a good way to go. And you can even interact with us via email. Contact us at badtothedad.com. Is that email? Contact us at badtothedad.com. If you have a question for our guest. If you have a question for your hosts, if you have a great guest idea or show idea, we will listen. We will read. And all you have to do is send us an email to contact us at badtothedad.com. Coach, you
1: know, I I love, you know, staying in contact with old friends. You are an amazing person. You do keep in contact with so many people That's a lot
0: of hyperbole,
1: but... No, it's true, though. It's true. If you didn't have a life with friends prior to us being friends, We'd have like zero guests on of that because I have absolutely. No we would contacts. just be
0: talking to one another. But fortunately, you know, Facebook and LinkedIn, you know, it helps to bring people out of the woodwork and people from your past. And our guest today is Greg Klein, who I've known I think since since kindergarten. You know, good old uh, Collins School on Martin Road in Livingston, New Jersey. And Greg has certainly uh, done very very well for himself. He's had a tremendous career in financial services, but now he is an operations leader and general manager of uh, one of the most well-known casinos, uh, you know, internationally, but uh, he's he's at one in Atlantic City, and that's Harrah's, which is a Caesars property, and we're very interested to learn what the casino industry has gone through and how it's going through a resurrection as we, I don't know, I like to say post-COVID, but I know we're still in it, but hopefully on the backside. In any event, Greg Klein, it's great to have you on Bad to the Dad. Thanks so much for being here.
2: Oh, Adam, Dean, Coach, thank you very much uh, for having me here. It's really an honor. And, you know, before I, uh, when you asked me to be on this podcast, I did a little of my research and I discovered this is the fastest growing dad podcast in the universe. So it's truly a, an honor to be here with the two of you today. And you couldn't be more truthful about that statement than if we said it ourselves.
0: <laughs> well, we're number the fastest growing podcast for dads in Luxembourg, Belgium, and France. And we don't know why. It's just, you know, that's what happens. You put yourself out in the podcast sphere. And it yep. just
1: turns out that way. So but, uh, actually, I think East Texas is starting to make a make a run. I'm a little
0: worried about that. Yeah, I'm a little worried about that, but uh, that's OK. Hey, wherever you want to listen from anywhere in the world, that's great. And now, Greg, you're a part of the fraternity of Bad to the Dads. And next time I see you, we do have a gift for you. It's a uh, a oh. bottle opener with the Bad to the Dad logo.
2: So, that's great. Thank you. And, and, yeah. and Adam D, that's right. We've known each other since kindergarten. So it's, uh, it's too many years, but it's it's good to be here on your uh, on this podcast today.
0: Well, Greg looks great. He hasn't changed a bit. Um, you know, I, I've, I've changed in ways you may not
2: be able to see
1: on screen, but you're <laughs> a little good. different, a little bit more gray on that.
0: Yeah. Well, that's okay. Listen, yeah. that is the the small price you pay for raising a family. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> and being an adult. Yeah, and
0: working in healthcare. Yeah. Yeah. Good deal. So Greg, you know, we, we alluded to you working in the casino industry, which uh, I can only imagine has not been uh, the easiest gig over the course of the last twenty or so months. So, you know how yeah. how, how is this uh, how is this industry and how has Harris your property survived the the last twenty months?
2: Well, it's been quite a challenge. My uh, our CEO just said the other day at a, at a conference that if you operate and you work through COVID, you've experienced everything. So, which is. <laughs> Really the truth. And you know, my background, as you said initially, is a little different. I did 20 years on Wall Street and in, um, in finance, where I covered the gaming industry. And then about four years, four or five years ago, four or five years ago, I was given the opportunity to join the company. At the time we were at El Dorado Resorts, and I was working with the Tropicana in Atlantic City as a VP of ops. And then we acquired Caesars and they asked me to move over to take over as the general manager of Harris. So that's kind of my background. But yeah, no, we've um We've seen it all from the just the unthinkable of furloughing over 2000 people in one day when we had to close to trying to get everything reopened again and with the first several months that we were reopened we reopened in uh, July of 2020 we closed on mid March reopened in July, and in those first few months you couldn't eat or drink inside the building unless you were in a hotel room so we couldn't give somebody a bottle of water, let alone a uh, an alcoholic drink on the casino floor. So there's, we were dry, literally dry. And there was obviously no smoking. And, you know, our volumes were really soft. As things started to improve and ease up heading into uh, like the spring of 2021, that's when our business started to really recover, particularly on weekends. And we've been basically sold out on weekends ever since midweek is more of a challenge. Mm-hmm. It's um, we have a nice convention center, a great convention center at Harris, 300,000 square feet, but up until really up until last month, it was effectively closed because you had social distancing in place where you could only have X number of people in the room at one time. And it was just, it you know, a convention center is designed to hold 2000 people. And we can only put a hundred people in it. It's just, it, it just didn't work. So that was a big loss. Real quick question as you're talking here. I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued.
1: Uh, it's a few-part question, Greg. Sure. Question number one is, where'd you go to college? Question number two is, what did you study? Oh, good. Okay.
2: Uh, so I went to Rutgers uh, for both undergrad and uh, MBA. Okay. The undergrad. I was uh, economics and history, and I was having too much fun, and I was too immature. I didn't want to leave, so I went straight for an MBA in finance. All right. So you're,
1: actually, so you're actually using your your degree from college in the real world? One of the, one of the rare few that when you graduate, you actually get a job within your...
2: Kind of crazy, yeah, especially the MBA part. I learned, a, I got a lot from my MBA that uh, that I use today, that I use when I worked on Wall Street and that I use to this day. And so the third question is, how is
1: it that someone ends up in the gaming industry at Harris? Is that something you always wanted to do? Is that something that interests you was in high school that you were back then, We didn't have mobile apps and different things, is that something that always interests you?
2: It is. I, what happened was I I worked summers for a hedge fund when I was at Rutgers, and they asked me to take a look at some of the uh, gaming companies because it was they thought they would be fun for me to look at. So I started following some of those, and when I got my first job out of MBA in 1998, they were hiring junior analysts, and they had two openings. One was in healthcare, and one was in casino gaming. And because I had some knowledge of casino gaming, didn't know a thing about healthcare they put me into the gaming slot and I've just been in that ever since. And I always found it fascinating. I always wanted to look behind the curtain and see how, you know, I, I can analyze the, the EBITDA of the casino, but I want, I want to see how you can make it so that make earn the EBITDA. So that always interested me. And it was really, you know, it's kind of a good story, quite honestly, where I kind of, one of my fantasies came true. So I dream it, really is. A, it's quite an honor that uh, to have the position. And uh, I, you know, I, I go to work each day to, to keep it.
0: And co- but COVID was not part of that fantasy, and nor did no. it teach you about uh, pandemics in either undergrad or MBA business classes.
2: No, it's, I mean, it's unimaginable what we've, what we've been through. I mean, none, no one can remember the the, the, the Spanish flu from uh, way back when. No, no, no one was alive. So it's just, it's been a hundred years. So there was, there was no playbook. And then one of the more interesting things is that as our business has picked up, and you start hiring and bringing everybody back to work well a lot of people didn't come so we have about 400 job openings uh, at at the moment
0: how are you finding these people and are you finding people because i know in healthcare you know there's always been a nursing shortage and now it's been compounded by obviously what's going on in the world so i'm curious to hear how that's hit the gaming
2: industry it's a real challenge i mean first of all i knew we were i knew we were having this the magnitude of the problem when i went into target and they had signs up on the front door saying, now hiring, paying $16 an hour, and I'm here paying 11 or $12 an hour for a pretty tough job. So we've done it a few, um, to answer your question, we've done it a few ways. First of all, we increased our uh, our wages. So we were, again, 11, 12, we're now up to call it 15, 16 for most positions, so pretty significant. Plus, we have good benefits, and we did sign-on bonuses, and then we do an end of the year bonus, uh, $600 for all full-time employees. So there was, there was the, the the wage part. Second thing that, which was a nice gift from our corporate in, in Nevada was that they really took a look at our benefits. So we have that as an advantage over the targets of the world, but we can offer, we offer our, our team members benefits and as a whole variety. So if you're, you know, if you've got, if you're a single parent with three kids at home, you might choose this plan as opposed to if you're a. 25-year-old with no kids or a 50-year-old with a kid in college. So you, we gave a lot of options. We've also, there's a ton of recruiting. We try to work with Stockton University, which is right down in Atlanta yeah. City. So we're there. Flexibility. It used to be like, if we wanted to hire someone, you know, these are, you're going to work four or five days a week. And, you know, these are your days. And now if somebody comes to us and says they can only work Tuesdays and Wednesdays, come on, you know, that's fine. And then technology was another uh, thing. We've invested in a like for the parking garage, we used to be when you were exiting the property, you have to pay to, to exit the garage. And that's not us, by the way. That's a tax from the state of New Jersey. So don't get mad at me. But we got rid of the teller there. And it's now a kiosk. So you pay before you get there, you get your ticket. The front desk, we have all we have the moment eight on our way to hopefully in the next week. We'll have double that to 16 kiosks where you can just check in without going through the, the front desk, having so there's less agents needed. Uh, house. Um, uh, what's another good one? Um, room service. If you you want your breakfast in the morning, you don't call the front desk and ask to speak to room service anymore. You go to the Caesars Eats app and it brings you to our options through one of our restaurants. And we just have a runner that brings the food to your room. Um, with the buffet being closed, we took the more popular items in there and, and placed them in our different restaurants. So we we try to just, we're, we're doing, we're trying to do what we always used to do with less people. But as far as finding new people and filling those 400 jobs. It's, you know, really trying to spread word of mouth. We're paying more. We offer very good benefits, but it's a, it's a real, it's a real challenge.
1: You know, as you're talking and I'm hearing about everything you're talking about, uh, what strikes me as the saddest part is, and I'm not a big gambler at all is <laughs> the, the missing of the buffet. That is a, that is a <laughs> staple of the. It's always about the buffet. I mean, that was like the focal point of your day is, you went to the buffet. Well, that's what you did your gambling. That's because right. You never oh, know what you were doing. That in a sports book, you know, because I could just sit there yes. and watch sports for the day uh, and not actually have to worry about losing money. But <laughs> how tragic to have to eliminate the greatest focal point of what I consider the gaming industry,
2: the buffet. It's, it's one of the unfortunate casualties of COVID. It's just, it's having, you know, you're going to stand in line, you're going to use that serving piece, you're going to put it back and the next person's going to touch it. It just didn't, hmm. it just didn't, it just doesn't work.
1: You know, so, I mean, to be honest it's not so much about me and my experience of the buffet starting to sound like it is it's watching all those other individuals do whatever they can take advantage (laughs) of all you could eat where they would pile on the amounts of food to get their quote-unquote money's worth and Uh constantly i I was fascinated by the uh, social dynamics Oh, that
2: experience you might find this interesting then coach randy that we have at our we have a crab house at Harris and on Thursdays it's an all-you-can-eat crab special so you know you get your order and then you can ha- well, ask for a second second order mm-hmm. so the average number of reorders is is less than one so most people get like 1.7 right. 1.8 orders we had a customer the other day who did 14 reorders
1: <laughs> <laughs> see you gotta bank that guy and have him come back because that's somebody that's something you post on social media to brag to get more people in the house. Was this person a
2: competitive eater like uh, Joey Chestnut, the hot dog guy? He, he should have been. And uh, he, he was, he wasn't, you know, he didn't kind of like uh, the other, like these, those hot dog eaters. They're not, they don't look overweight. Like, it's like, how does this, I don't know how the, the metabolism or something, but this gentleman, he, uh, he knew how to do it. He knew how to pack it in.
1: Were you upstairs in the, in the booth, you know, watching the cameras going, dude, he's going in again. He's going
2: in again. <laughs> <laughs> he's going in again. For, fortunately, I was notified after it was after it was all over. <laughs> so you took a lot of that. A it's
0: the guys counting cards that you want to watch <laughs> out for, not the, doing fourteen orders of crab legs. Counting crab legs, yeah. Oh, oh, oh uh, coach, you had mentioned sports betting. Yeah, and I have to imagine that that has been at least some, somewhat of a life preserver for the brick and mortar casinos, and that it, it still has established a presence. Right, still has provided. Uh, an outlet for people who like to do gaming, so sports betting and mobile, and you know, of you have JB Smooth now for yep. users' app. So we love JB Smooth because we're Curb Your Enthusiasm fans. But um, how has the mobile betting and the sports betting helped out uh, casinos like ours?
2: Sure. Well, it's it's had a few a few things for us that's benefited us. First of all, when you're home, you can still continue continue to gamble continue to play and sports betting is great because you can again just do it right from your phone while you're on your couch watching watching the game and also what it's done too is that it's given people I think it's given people the 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 urge to go experience the real thing so it is leading to people coming in in person to see it plus when you you know you just turn 21 you, you download the app and you're playing it's going to make you you're gonna want every I mean, I feel kind of old saying this, but everything has to be Instagrammable today. Mm-hmm. So you're going to want to come in and see the real thing, so you can post it on your uh, your Instagram page. So you're seeing, we're seeing it drive new business for us. Plus, we're just seeing a lot of, you know, a lot of action on it, a lot of wagerings taking place. And it's, you know, we're making a big push into sports betting and um, and and online casino gaming. You've seen, like you say, you mentioned JB Smooth. We've got all these ads that we're doing. It's a billion dollar investment from. Uh, Caesars Entertainment across the United States. New Jersey is one of the leading states in it. New York, we just got a license from New York State. We hope to take bets through our app in New York State by the Super Bowl. So it's uh, it's exciting what's taking place. It's a it's a huge growth drive, future growth driver for us for us. Yeah, no question.
1: Yeah, notice. I think you said that uh, you're investing four hundred million.
2: Is that the number you said? Okay, four hundred million in Atlantic City in okay. brick and mortar. Mm-hmm. So the 400 million in Atlantic City, we're renovating uh, around 2,000 hotel rooms at Harris and uh, and Caesars. We also have 14 new restaurants coming to Harris, Caesars, and Tropicana. We're going to have a, a production show really for the first time in Atlantic City. It's kind of crazy. the industry is 40 years old, having a full-time uh, in-house produ- um, in-house residency. It's from the Spiegel World, who, if you've been to Las Vegas, they do Absinthe at Caesar's Palace. Or um, at Venetian Palazzo, they do Atomic Saloon, so it's that type of show, which is like uh, mature comedy meets Cirque du Soleil. is kind of how I would describe it. It's innovative. It's you'll know when you're when you're when you're watching it that it, you know it's not Cirque. It's you're gonna have a great time, and that's coming to Caesar's uh, probably early 23. So we're gonna have that coming, and then a lot of just unglamorous stuff, but important like new escalators and elevators, so you don't get. You don't get stuck trying to get to your room, but yeah, 400 million across the three properties. It's a major investment, and uh, yeah, I'm sort excited about it. We we announced Nobu too for Caesars, so that's going to be a real mm-hmm. nice driver. We think we're going to have a little mini uh, mini Borgata. Ooh. Oh, very
0: nice, and it's on the board. Is, is Harris on the boardwalk yes. or is it behind?
2: Uh, Harris is in the Marina District next to Borgata. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Caesars and Tropicana are on the boardwalk. That's Caesars right. is located at Boardwalk and Park Place.
0: That's right. Very nice. Good. So great. You're clearly a busy guy. You got a lot that you're that you're dealing with. And I know that this is not your typical five day a week, nine to fiver, but you do have a family.
2: Yes, six-year-old boy at home.
0: Six-year-old. So what do you like to do with your family? What do you like to do with your six-year-old, six-year-old when you're not managing uh the, the casino industry?
2: Sure. Well, he's I mean, he's he just turned six, so you know he's not at the age yet where I like I still have my season tickets for Giants and Rutgers football but he's too young for that now hopefully he'll be interested in that in the future we'll see but right now you know we do a lot of uh I'm playing with trains I'm on the floor with him know there's a lot of just a whole lot of playing he's into arts and crafts and then we just do the normal stuff of um you know when this when this zoom calls over I think we're going to shop right so we're just you know we do a lot of the normal uh, family stuff that I just do things like that but it's just he's at a really acute age it's just a lot of um a lot of he doesn't have any brothers or sisters, so I'm you know I'm kind of his play. I'm out there playing with him a lot, and it's uh, there's nothing more fun than that.
0: Don't sleep on a, an excursion to Shoprite. <laughs> I remember taking my kids to Shoprite at that age, and every aisle may as well have been Toys R Us.
2: Big, I know. A
0: cereal aisle. The boxes <laughs> are getting bigger. They're more expensive, but they're getting bigger.
1: <laughs> so, uh, one part that we like to ask our dads who're involved is something called Dad Advice. It's advice for dads. And we don't like to necessarily push our our guests either way and what direction to answer it. But if you give some dad advice to our dad listeners out there, uh, as you know, we are big in Luxembourg, France, and uh, I think we're growing in East Texas. And you don't have
0: to do it in French. You can do it in Ah.
1: English. And if you choose Spanish, because we have a lot of uh, English uh, as a uh, second language to a lot of our listeners. So feel free to jump into Spanish. What would you like to offer as dad advice?
2: Sure. Not not that I'm a true expert, but what I would say is that I... uh, I work a lot of hours and my schedule is kind of crazy because I work, I work Saturdays. So I, my weekend is Sunday, Monday. So you think about all the things that you do with your kids on Saturday. I, I miss all of that. So that's, um, that kind of stinks. So what I do is that the piece of advice I would give is that when I'm home, I'm home, meaning I don't pick up my phone. I don't check my email every two minutes. Um, like I said, I'm on the floor p- pushing trains. I'm there with him. I'm you know there with my wife, Tammy, and I'm just, uh, when I'm there, I'm there. So just uh, put everything everything else can get, can get turned off and wait until I'm, until I'm back on the job.
0: It's so easy to forget. Like, even when we're with our kids, we, with the constant pull of the phone, what am I missing? You know, uh, am am I needed? Mm -hmm. But you know, when you can be, you know, in that, in that one place, you know, emotionally, physically, mentally, that's, that's such a big deal. Greg Klein, you know, first of all, it's great to see you again. It's you know, kind of great to get reunited, even though we have to do this over Zoom, but really enjoyed uh, you pulling back the curtain on what the casino industry is going through. And, and again, how it's repairing itself. Greg Klein is the SVP and general manager of Harris. If uh, we want more information about Harris, either in Atlantic City or otherwise, what's the best way to do that? What's the best way to gather information?
2: Go to, it's, it's actually Caesars.com. It Caesar's. has yeah. it has all 53 of our casinos across the United States. And uh, Coach Randy and Adam D, I'd like to invite both of you to come visit me at Harrah's, bring, uh, bring the families. So you've got you got open invites. Uh, no, bang no, it! <laughs>
0: well, gonna, I could do you one better, Greg, if, if you'll have us. So my company that I work with, we're looking to maybe doing uh, an on-site holiday party of some kind.
2: Absolutely.
0: Oh, we're going to be in touch because uh, we might might be able to make something happen if I can get
1: everybody to come down to AC. You know, and if I could do one more better, you're going to do better than what I just proposed. I am a national speaker, and if you're looking for programs for your staff, I do corporate presentations as a speaker to help trainings and leadership. So I'm, you know, I'm thinking what? we are resources we're, for. We're you. actually both both coaches who do speaking. That's our
0: that's my side hustle, but that's. That's your gig, you know, organizational right. development coaching, which I know Greg is an MBA. That's right up your alley. But, you know, <laughs> I think our listeners probably don't care. But so we'll talk oh, about that. Well, our their listeners care. care. Well, they, they care about you. And they care about
1: Greg. Because they they, they definitely care Greg. more
0: that. That's that's why they download it. So this is awesome. Greg,
2: thanks so much for being on Bad to the Dad and hopefully we'll have we you on uh, somewhere down the road. Sounds great. Thank you both. And I met what I said. Come down and visit me. Absolutely. All right. Take care. Thanks, guys.
0: We are Bad to the Dad. Download us wherever you find podcasts. are Bad to the Dead with Coach Randy and Adam D. We'd really like to thank Greg Klein for being a guest on our podcast this week. Um, Really phenomenal information about what's happening in the casino industry and how it's looking to get itself back on track either, you know, I don't want to say post-COVID, but sort of hopefully at the, the light at the end of the tunnel part of COVID. So we really enjoyed speaking with him. Also want to remind you that we are brought to you by Berman Branding. That's Becky Berman, bermanbranding.com, and at Berman Branding on social media. She and her team designed the Bone Daddy logo that you see on social media. That's just one small thing that she did for us, but she can deliver you a marketing strategy, a web design strategy, even graphic design. So, bermanbranding.com is where you're going to want to go. Becky Berman is the proprietor, and she does a phenomenal job. Coach, enjoy the episode with you today.
1: Yeah, no, I got to be honest with you. And our listeners cannot see what Greg Klein looks like. Obviously, through our postings, they will. So, yeah. they, I don't know what I was, you know, hopefully they look at our postings, they will see it. Yeah. Um, But I don't know what I was expecting. He does not seem like someone I would consider in the
0: gaming industry. Yeah. Well, he's a, a serious business guy. and He's probably the right guy for managing a casino. I mean, he, casino. Uh,
1: he is just, I mean, he just looks like a normal business guy. I mean, I... Are you, were you expecting somebody for, like from the cast of Casino? Well... Given the world in which I live and the fascination I have with those kind of movies and those kind of backgrounds, we know how the uh, gaming industry often began, especially Las Vegas and Bugsy Siegel yes, with the, uh, uh, the mob, the mob times. You know, so I, I did want to ask some of that. I didn't want to, you know, to go into it. But uh, i got to tell you, he's a business guy. You know, casinos, um, I think, need to be run by corporations yeah. now. Um, you know, there's so much regulation. I and mean, I did want to ask and- if there's any kind of, you know, because not that he is, but sometimes... Um, the, the the customers kind of have that look uh, okay yeah, yeah yeah that
0: uh and, and you know you you probably see a lot of regulars too yes. who are in every day mm-hmm. and they're playing the same games mm-hmm. and they're losing the same money mm-hmm. and you know but hopefully they're getting rewarded in other yes. ways so but you know maybe the gaming industry which has now a lot of different has a lot of different uh complexions right so you have table gaming and, of course, you have the machine gaming. Now you have the mobile gaming and the sports betting, which has become very, very popular. But then there's the
1: food, which you very prominently discussed. Well, that's the part that I love the most. When I, I'm not a gambler, so when yeah, I go... You're an eater. I'm an eater. Yeah. Uh, and, and I, I love and watching other people eat. <laughs> entertainment, too. So, you know, yes. I love comedy, and I yeah. love going
0: to casinos to see Absolutely, to see the shows, the shows, yeah. yeah. So it looks like that's slowly but surely coming back, and, you know, we wish... The, the gaming industry a lot of success because you know, we live in the state of New Jersey which originally was one of only two states mm-hmm. to allow casino gambling but not everybody who goes to a casino wants to gamble mm-hmm. so this is, this is good for New Jersey we think it's good for the national economy mm-hmm. you know it brings visitors in from other agreed, places agreed. so um, it, it sounds a little counterintuitive right because gambling is a vice let's just call it what it is and it's there are vice. people who are
1: addicted and it's yeah. a bad thing like anything else but uh, if you do it in the right way for entertainment, and you don't bet the house, literally. Speaking of which, we got invites to yeah, go down. Yeah, I think we need to take him up on that. Well, listen, Greg is a very
0: sincere guy, and, and this is someone know, who's been in your life since like since you were five. I mean, quite quite literally. I mean, um, I had you know the the small you know Jewish kid afro yeah. and uh, sailor like turtlenecks, mm-hmm. and and he did the same, and, and you know I mean.
1: As far as we're concerned, we're the same kids with the afros and the bowl cuts. Yeah, but you're just a lot wiser, much smarter, and now you're parents yourselves. But I I would love for us I think we have to take him up on that because I know that when we travel with the Chandlers, there's no better time in the moment than being with the Chandlers on a vacation. All right, so, you know, we'll do a long weekend. I think we Down have to. A great
0: a great property. Like you said, it's on the marina side, yeah. right? It's not on the boardwalk. Yeah. Caesars is on the boardwalk. That's on the marina side. So that's something for us to look forward to. Hey, listen, uh, listeners, we know that you've taken this ride with us for 92 episodes. We are going to take a two-week break from downloading uh, or streaming an episode. All right, number one, got my son's bar mitzvah next week, so that's going to be a busy weekend. Week after, that's Thanksgiving, so we want you to enjoy your Thanksgiving. But we'll be back in December for probably the final three or four episodes of season number six. Mm -hmm. So we appreciate your patience. We love the fact that you're joining us for every episode. You're downloading every episode. But we're just going to take a a two-week break, and then we'll, we'll come back with a vengeance for those final three episodes and some great guests. And remember, if you're a musician, you know a musician, please reach out to us. Contact us at badtothedad.com and we'll talk offline about how you could submit a new theme song, perhaps, for Bad to the Dad. Great idea. Great idea, MD. Very smart. Awesome. So listeners, thanks so much. Not only have a great week, but have a great Thanksgiving. And of course, stay Bad to the Dad.